Hello, everyone, and welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today, we will be talking about Season 3, Episode 1 of BoJack Horseman. Start spreading the news. I'm Kirsten McKinnis, joined, as always, by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you today? I'm so good. We're in Season 3. Can you believe this? Sorry, I actually just have one quick note. It's <laughs> yes. like you have a little more enthusiasm. <laughs> Season three. (laughs) 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 That was my Anna Spanakopita impression. I hope it impressed you. (laughs) Sorry, actually, one quick note. (laughs) If you could stop talking about how much you hate this podcast. (laughs) Sarcasm actually doesn't work. Can you imagine if someone ever told me not to use sarcasm? Yeah. Oh, God. I would have, I'd be pretty upset. Pretty, pretty upset. Pretty, pretty upset. But yeah, season three, dream come true, truly. It's a dream come true. (laughs) I actually think it's kind of a nightmare, and I'll tell you why, because it's just one season closer to being done. (laughs) That's a good point. Oh my god, I love when you say it, and I'll tell you why. What? Is that something I do a lot? Not not a lot. You do it like an appropriate amount for it to be funny. (laughs) I've never noticed myself saying that before. (laughs) I'm always nervous when I tell people about the like little things that I find delightful about them because then they're like, oh no, and then they stop doing them. Oh no, but the problem is that now I know, so I'm going to start just beating that dead horse like surfs up. (laughs) Surfs up. But actually though, I think that... When the K-Babe, which is the name of my Twitch fans, we're the K-Babes, when my merch store opens, I think they're going to be a Surf's Up shirt. <laughs> you have a merch store? I'm going to have a merch Whoa. store. We're, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Incredible. What else is going to be in the merch store? Well, there's going to be stuff that says Surf's Up. There's mm-hmm. going to be stuff that says Grow Up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be stuff that says K-Babes. Yeah, that's good. And then there's going to be stuff that says Why Men? All very good. And then I'll have to ask Scally if I can buy the rights so that I can have something that says, ooh. <laughs> How do you spell that exactly? Capital O, lowercase O, lowercase O, capital O, lowercase O, lowercase O. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just, it totally translates to the written medium. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> That's not quite how he says it. Normally, I can do it. Like, at one, a couple weeks ago on a Twitch stream, someone brought up, like, doing impressions. And I was like, here, I'll do my Scally impression. And then just rattled off, like, ten things that he says all the time. <laughs> I was like, hello, hello, I am good. <laughs> and he was like, you just read me for Phil. <laughs> and I was like, I was just quoting you. <laughs> Truly it's amazing. Fine. It's fine. It's, it's a dream come true. When's he coming on this podcast? When he picks an episode. God. I like, I'm like literally like Scally, just come on for any episode. Yeah. Any episode. And he's like, oh, he can't pick. He has to do his research. Ugh. Fucking Capricorns. Am I right? You are right. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Was that convincing? (laughs) We'll just have to assign him an episode. I well I know but then I'm like worried that we assign him an episode and then he's gonna be like Ugh. and he's like it's just so hard I'm like but Scally you know it's not a one and done deal <laughs> obviously you're gonna be invited back classic Capricorns classic Capricorn I'm just you know working hard I'll I'll try to hassle him to come on soon good good it's hard he's busy in the summer he's upstate mm, yes relatable sorry how many episodes of this podcast did you record from your cottage like so many so many (laughs) whatever soon you'll be so far away from the cottage because you'll be close to me that's right (laughs) (laughs) for bojack con 2022 bocon bocon (laughs) sounds too much like bacon bojack horse con you can't call it jack con because that sounds like a porn that already exists. Yeah, that's something else. <laughs> HorseCon? Yeah, BoJack HorseCon. I I feel like there's certainly already horse conventions for all those horse girls. <laughs> and I feel like we're a very different kind of horse girl. <laughs> <laughs> that can go on our merch. <laughs> <laughs> different kind of horse girl. <laughs> oh, what God. would go on the BoJack Horse Pod merch? 
Well, our great logo that Mandy drew. (laughs) Well, in our very first episode, we talked about the Horrors Pod. Horrors Pod. Yeah, there'd be Horrors Pod shirts for sure. Yeah. Let's see. I remember. Whoa. When we, when I go, oh, never mind. I was going to say when I type in Horse Pod, we come up, but we always have. It was Horsemen that that we didn't come up on. It's not Horsemen. (laughs) What comes up when you look up Horsemen? So if I type in Horsemen, we are the 15th result. This is on Apple Podcasts. I mean, at least we're on the list now. Yeah, there's one called the Practical Horseman Podcast, Horseman Academy Podcast, and Horseman Radio all come Horseman up before us. Radio looks like it's another something. porn. Oh, it's about the CFL. It's about the um, Calgary Stampeders. Yeah. Huh. About this Horseman Academy, making advanced horsemanship accessible <laughs> for the thinking horseman. <laughs> I think that they should have done. I think they did some Photoshop on the left side of this guy's face to make him look a little bit more chiseled and then Mm. forgot the right side of his face. It's possible. It looks like a bad Photoshop job. Yeah. Well, it's for the thinking horseman. I think uh, that's what we are. Thinking horsemen. Thinking horsewomen. (laughs) I hate that when you look up horsemen, there are other BoJack podcasts that come up ahead of us, though. Yeah, I'm not into that Like, if they were all about, like animal husbandry <laughs> or the canadian football league i could accept it mm-hmm. yeah there are also ones that come before us if you type bojack so i won't stop until we're the number one bojack horseman podcast on the internet yeah 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 <laughs> so i guess should we talk about the season three premiere i mean i guess so <laughs> that's what people are here for <laughs> I wonder how many people download our podcast and then delete it within the first five minutes when we haven't started talking about the episode. We already got your download, sucka. (laughs) Famously, people hate when podcast hosts talk about other things during the podcast. (laughs) Famously. Thankfully, they're not my fans. Yeah. Because anyone who... I I can't believe I said that. Ugh, fans. I don't have those. (laughs) Anyone who likes me knows that they're getting tangents baby (laughs) and i'll tell you why (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so episode starts and bojack is doing a full press tour for secretariat yes and basically it's all the same questions over and over again he says it's a dream come true but like a million times. But what I love is when Anna comes in with a note a couple of times. Yeah. The first time when she says, stop joking about how the interviews make you want to kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if I could make one small adjustment, fewer notes about that. <laughs> and she's like, I know I'm just the publicist you hired to win you an Oscar. <laughs> I have this note here and I was I think it was the name of the one of the interviewers. His name is Yahoo Finish. Is that... Fin- yeah. like finish yahoo they're they're finished yeah so and are then you finish and he goes no not yet and bojack's like oh i walked into that one yeah he's like no we're just getting started just classic finland jokes <laughs> what if you google finland jokes what comes up let's find uh, out well, let's find out <laughs> let's find out <laughs> most of them are just it looks like jokes that poke fun at sweden yeah and then when you translate them to english it doesn't work <laughs> Finland is famous for being the happiest country in the world and having the world's best education system and cleanest air, known for saunas, reindeers, Nokia, and the Santa Claus village. Yesterday marked 21 years since I arrived in Finland. Did you celebrate with a beer and a sausage? No, I've become Finnish. I told no one. I sat in the dark in silence and thought about herring. Huh. Yeah. I think I would like Finland. Based on these jokes? Based on the saunas and reindeers. Yes, very fair. And the clean air and 187,888 lakes. (laughs) It's not nearly as many as Maine. (laughs) I bet if I asked Colin Stone, he wouldn't even be able to tell me how many lakes are in Maine. (laughs) I mean, there's only one way to find out. (laughs) Google says there are 6,000 lakes in Maine. Mm, How disappointing. Maine. Not nearly as many as Finland. (laughs) Get on Finland's level, Maine. Maine. Uh, we got to stop talking shit about Maine or Colin will never come on the podcast. That's a good point. It's starting to look like he's never going to anyway. I mean, he's not coming anyways, but at least he's still pretending like he's going to. And now he's going to text me and be like, hey, I will come on. <laughs> What's this about Maine? <laughs> and I'll say, when? <laughs> so then the next note that Bojack gets is that he has to stop defending horsing around. 
Yes. Because he keeps being like, no, it's like it's a good show. Like at one point he's like, listen, the show was made to stay on the air, to sell ad space, to make the network money. And it went for nine seasons. So it was very good at that. So it was a good show. Yeah. <laughs> and Anna's just like, you are a real actor now. You're not a dumb sitcom actor. And Horse Norand was a piece of shit. She says, Bojack, you know, I think the world of you. I think you're so smart and attractive. So I won't mince words. But Horse Norand was a piece of shit. Yeah. So brutal. I also thought of you. One of the interviewers asks what it was like to play Seabiscuit. <laughs> I also thought of me in that <laughs> moment. I loved how he said, ask Toby Maguire, which leads me to believe that in this universe, there is a Seabiscuit like a biographical film about Seabiscuit where Toby Maguire plays Seabiscuit and not the jockey <laughs> who rides him. And that made me very happy. Oh, that's an incredible read. That's so good. Yeah, it made me just thrilled. What do you do you like Toby Maguire? The only thing I really know him from is Spider Man. So that had diminishing returns. <laughs> he was bad at that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I really enjoyed the first one. I won tickets to see the second one through a radio contest, and the third one was just, like, abysmal. I just tried to Google Toby Maguire, and let me tell you, I did not know how to spell his name. <laughs> what is Toby Maguire doing now? <laughs> Fair question. Um, well, in 2017, he was the narrator in Boss Baby. Sure. In 2014, he was in Pawn Sacrifice and a TV series called The Spoils of Babylon. Hmm. Looks like he's not been up to much since. He has no no credits past 2017. Yeah, yeah. So, bummer for Toby Maguire. But in 2003, he played Red Pollard in Seabiscuit. Anyways, then we get the opening credits of the episode. So it's all just like BoJack Press and then boom, credits. Mm-hmm. Then we see that Princess Carolyn is in her new office. Things are in full swing. It is very busy. And she has a new assistant yeah Stuart is out after that blunder with the urn well Stuart is still there just yeah. looks like maybe is working reception instead of doing any meaningful assisting which I think is a good call yes she definitely has a much more competent person now I love Judah what do you think of Judah I like Judah a lot he seems eminently like professional and capable and effective voiced by Diedrich Bader yeah, right. I definitely looked him up earlier. Who you would certainly know from probably Office Space. Oh, from, from Veep Napoleon is what I know him from most recently. Dynamite. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. Miss Congeniality 2. Every Miss <laughs> Congeniality 2. Yeah, no, Veep was, uh, he's the guy who gets like, has to take the fall for everyone. Oh. Yeah, that guy. Oh, well, I would certainly know him from that. Bill Erickson. Wow. A lot yeah. of crossover from Veep. True. Seems relevant. <laughs> oh, he also voices Albert Dubois in Phineas and Ferb. Classic. Ugh, Lindsay, stop admitting that you're old. <laughs> I am old. I am 31. I'm so old. Ancient. That's honestly embarrassing. <laughs> yes, truly. Wow. If you showed me like a screenshot and you're like, what show is this? I could be like, it's Phineas and Ferb, but I couldn't tell you one single other thing about it. Well, basically, there's only so many days of summer vacation and Phineas and Ferb are getting up to shenanigans every day. They all have a pet platypus, Perry, who seems like just an innocent platypus, but he's actually like a secret spy double agent. (laughs) Not double agent. He's a good guy. And so the platypus is always solving crimes. And then they have a bossy older sister who tells on them every day. Wow. Named Candace. You just you Googled the show. <laughs> I did because I wasn't totally convinced that you weren't trying to do that thing where you like make up the plot and I'm like, what? This sounds like nonsense. But it turns out this is actually what it's about. You think I could make up the concept of Phineas and Ferb just off the dome? You're very talented, Kirsten. Honestly, that would have been the best proving. Uh, you've ever <laughs> seen. gifted improv <laughs> wow anyway so judah we love yes we love every time i i have to write it out though i like 
almost write Judas. Oh, yeah. I did that at least half the time. <laughs> and then the song Judas by Lady Gaga plays in my head. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. Well, you need to know. What's great about you is that you obviously don't listen to any Nicole Byer podcast. So you can't tell that like approximately 40% of my personality is just stolen from her. <laughs> I love Nicole Byer. We've talked about this. She is wonderful and I love her immensely. I am not up to date on Why Won't You Date Me, though. You should also listen to Best Friends. Oh, I don't know that one. Is that a different one? It's her and Shazir. Oh, okay. And they're just best the friends and they are so, it's so funny. Okay. It's it's happening. So Judah's like, your call started seven minutes ago and Diana's upstairs stalling and she's stalling by talking about Octomom, which <laughs> and is- that is my opinion of the Octomom. I feel like the Octomom references would have been like of the time in like 2006. I feel like this is like such a late. Let yeah. me look up the Octomom. Nadia Sulman. Oh, she gave birth to octuplets in 2009. Still. So this is, it's a very dated reference to be talking about the Octomom. And I feel like it just really goes to show how out of it Diane is. She has 14 children. Ugh, I saw an article today about a woman who, I guess, gave birth to 10 at once. Yeah, oh in my a, God. Like a world record breaking thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, that poor lady. Yeah. yeah. Like, by the time the 10th baby's coming out, it's got to be just like a water slide, right? <laughs> I feel like you're certainly having a C-section in that situation. <laughs> That's true. It's a good call. <laughs> I don't know anything about science. That's horrifying. Oh, dear. Uh, sorry. <laughs> she also says she's stalling like Joseph Stalin. Mm-hmm. Get it? Joseph Stalin. And I love Budget goes, if anything, Joseph Stalin was ruthlessly productive. Get your head out of your ass, Diane. I laughed so hard. Oh my God. Ruthlessly efficient. Oh efficient, my God. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I also really love telling people to get their heads out of their asses. That's like a, a always a solid go to. Yeah, get your head out of your ass. Yeah, that's incredible. It's always effective. I don't think it is. I don't know. It's pretty good. It always gets a laugh, you see. So the person you say, the person you say it to will, first of all, do it, but also they won't take it personally. I think you just are <laughs> dealing with smarter people. I can tell people to get their heads out of their asses all day and they would just keep it up there. <sighs> so we find out that Diana is doing very well running social media. She keeps tweeting things and people keep retweeting things. So I guess we're doing something right. She accidentally tweeted a picture of the bathroom floor. The caption spudge him. 4,000 likes. That's pretty good. 4,000 likes is like pretty good. Especially in like 2015, 16. I think I've only had like maybe three tweets. I get 1,000 likes. Yeah. This is Instagram too. 2016 Instagram. Was that like conceivable to get 4,000 likes easily? I mean, for a celebrity. Yeah. Not for me ever. <laughs> But it, it went well. Princess Carolyn's like, listen, I got you an interview at Manatee Fair. And Anna's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He is not ready for a magazine feature. Mm-hmm. And Princess Carolyn's just like, it's fine. It's no big deal. Bojack's like, I can do all of the bullshit Anna scheduled for me all day and then do the whatever bullshit Princess Carolyn wants me to do all night. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I also really liked Bojack when he's like super tired from all the interviews. He's like, it's the hardest job and we get no recognition. <laughs> I didn't even clock that. Yeah, poor Bojack. Yeah, just so- the hardest job in the world. Yeah, with no recognition. <laughs> no recognition. He's literally going through the Oscar cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Frick. Infuriating. Um, we also find out Todd is in Bojack's suitcase, and Anna is unfazed. She says, Bojack smuggled a small boy into his hotel room. Celebrities do it all the time. Yeah, just like totally fine with it. Just like, I'll deal with it. Don't worry. She's like, ugh, I'll make sure no one finds out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Did you watch the TV show Flack? I have never even heard of the TV show Flack. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's What's-Her-Face, Anna Paquin. Oh, yes, yes. yes. I, had to, I had to go through the hoops in my head of which anna (laughs) who played sookie stackhouse who played the little girl in fly away home who was in (laughs) x-men incredible that's that's what i had to go through to remember (laughs) anna Paquin's name but it's her and it's really embarrassing because she's playing someone who's supposed to be from england but her accent is just atrocious the whole way through because she truly sounds like you know what she is which is not british Uh, I think she's originally from New Zealand and lived in America for a long time. Yeah, it says she has Canadian and New Zealand citizenship. 
Yeah. Anyways, but so she's a PR person and it's just basically showing like all the behind the scenes of this PR firm and like what they will do to cover up for celebrities. And there's like one episode that's very tense where she is on a plane with one of the clients like going from the UK to the States. And in the first like minute before they take off, she finds out that there is a possibility that this actor's laptop full of child content might have been discovered and she's like going through like all of the things that they would do to cover it up and like creating like a whole elaborate backstory of a fake movie so that it could be construed as research wow. like if it comes up but then it doesn't come up and she just reports the laptop to the police at the end so. wow she's also an executive producer i'll admit it's not a very good show. <laughs> My sister and I watched the whole season, but it was not that good. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things that just kind of makes you think. Like if you've never thought about what PR people do before. Yeah, it's they a do lot. Messed, they do messed up stuff. Yep. For yeah. a while, I wanted to start working in PR. Really? It seems I terrible. Think, I just think I'd be so good at it. Yeah. You probably would be. But then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, fair decision. <laughs> well, because I was already, like, at jobs I've had in the past, I was the one who would, like, write things up in such a way to not make people mad. <laughs> <laughs> Handle this. <laughs> like, I'd be like, hey, we're going to do this, and we really don't want people to feel this, this, and this way about it. How would you write it? And then I would <laughs> I would write it. Mm-hmm. And they would not feel that, that, and that way. And they would not feel those ways. And then at my <laughs> last job before the one I have now my boss wrote up some sort of notice and it was so aggressive and she was like can you just like rewrite this with your pretty words pretty words and I was like (laughs) well yeah why did you write it so mean (laughs) (laughs) but anyway so Anna's totally willing to cover up if Bojack was smuggling small children into his hotel rooms yeah totally fine and then it's like, well, why is Todd in the suitcase? Mm-hmm. And we find out. He just like, Bojack wanted to fall asleep. So he made this like bizarre concoction of drugs and alcohol and then passes out. And then Todd puts it in a cereal. Well, yeah, because I think so. Bojack, I think, went out being like, oh, I'll make myself a warm glass of milk, which is apparently something that puts people to sleep. It would only make me vomit everywhere. Yeah. I'll drink cold milk. Yeah. Warm milk warm- seems upsetting. No, even room temperature I wouldn't want. Yeah, not into it. But yeah, so he gets the milk and he pours vodka and like sleeping medicine into it. And then Todd goes to put it in his cereal. Is my Um, name Sarah Koenig? Because I'm about to get cereal. And he passes out instantly. Second Sarah Koenig reference in two weeks. Which again, this is, I feel like kind of late to be making Sarah Koenig (laughs) references. Yeah, very fair. When was cereal season one? Oh, I guess... um, it's not that late, but it's a little late. I feel like 2014 was season one of Serial. Yes, you are correct. Nailed it. <sighs> Look at me. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess they... Ma- Do you think Sarah Koenig paid them to reference her all the time? Or do you I think, feel like I guess this was probably around when Serial season two had come out and everyone like hated it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was still like definitely a touch point <laughs> like you could talk about Sarah Koenig and be I like mean, oh I, yes that thing I listen to I think it still is yeah oh yeah for sure like people are passionate about the Adnan Syed case in a way that they are about like so few other cases yeah you got a new trial in 2016 so like this yeah well I he was think. granted a new trial that hasn't actually happened has it no I don't think so conviction reinstated in 2019 Ah, oh, that's just so annoying yeah like there's so much reasonable doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you can still make the reference all these years later. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> it's been like two years. I know, but I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the grief is fresh. It's It just doesn't add up. And I just think that there are people out there that are not paying for the crime that should be paying for the crime. Okay. So Bojack is trying to be nice to Todd. They accidentally conference call in Mr. Peanut Butter. I love, absolutely love how Mr. Peanut Butter says New York City. They make such great salsa. (laughs) Cause that's like a pace commercial reference, right? Oh, I have no idea. I just thought it was a funny joke. Cause I think there's like ads, like the ads for the like picante sauce. 
Oh. We'll be like all the cowboys around like the fire talking about how it's not like that New York salsa. Like this is the real <laughs> like stuff. Oh, that's amazing. Well, that's a deep cut. Yeah, there's like I think a whole series of paste like salsa and picante sauce ads that reference like ugh New York salsa. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that that's what this is referencing. Otherwise, I'm just a dumb idiot. Or maybe I'm just giving meaning to something that has none. I don't know. <laughs> Raphael, tell us. Please tell us. I think you're right. That's got to be right. I'm just going to assume it's right. And then because of the conference call situation, now Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane are on the call and it kind of makes it seem like maybe Diane is in New York and Mr. Peanut Butter is like, I, I, I feel more comfortable when I know where you are. And they've like very clearly been in couples therapy as yeah. they should be. <laughs> I affirm your feelings. Your feelings have value. But then it's great because Todd gets to say, I'm in New York City and says, as Carrie from Sex and the City might say, I'm Carrie. I laughed so hard at that. I love Todd. Is Todd a Carrie? (laughs) I don't feel like I can speak to this very well. Well, he's not a Samantha. No. He's not a Miranda. No. Is he a Charlotte? No, he's not a Charlotte then I guess he's a Carrie. But I don't think he's a Carrie either. I think he's none of these women. Whoa. Breaking the mold. Hmm. It's hard. It's just hard. <laughs> I do like how Mr. Peanut Butter says, mark my words. Literally, I want to refer back to this. <laughs> yeah. He gets so serious about it. <laughs> Anna and Bo Dyke are like, ugh, Todd has to get out of here. So they send him on a very important mission to get some ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like, make sure you don't get lost. He's like, don't condescend to me, like, but I will do this very important task. Mm-hmm. And he gets lost in the hotel. Instantly. I love, he goes, the city's on a grid. Why would I get lost? The hotel door closes, instantly lost. Yeah. <laughs> so then now our good friend, the, our, our good friend Pinky Penguin. Pinky Penguin. He's now the head of programming. Yeah, Wanda is no longer there. She's moved back to Detroit. She got poached. Oh, God. By another company. (laughs) They shot her. Oh, God. Straight to the top. (laughs) She's in Detroit. Oh, God. (laughs) I really liked that entire exchange. Yeah, it was incredible. She got poached by another company. And now everything is good. The network is finally breaking evening because of Hollywood stars and celebrities. Do they know things? What do they know? Let's find out. And it's Companion Show, which I did not write down the name of. Yeah, I didn't write it down either. I think it was something. It was basically yeah. like talking about Hollywood stars and celebrities. Yeah. Like something something along those lines. But very funny um, that they're no longer mentioning, I think you can dance. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think you can dance. Yeah. But J.D. Salinger is done. Yeah, he told the story he wanted to tell. They found out. Yeah. Now they know what Hollywood stars and celebrities know. (laughs) To prolong it for commercial reasons would be crass and wrong. He's such a phony. (laughs) We hate phonies. We hate phonies. I liked how Pinky goes, my wife was right. I am no Christopher from the Tesla dealership. (laughs) I laughed so hard. Oh my God, I am no Christopher. (laughs) So Bojack goes to this horrible puppet show. It's called, what's it called? It's called, oh, it's called Greg King Lear. Yes. It's a theatrical immersion project titled The Tragedy of Greg King Lear. Yes. It was really uncomfortable and I hated it. I hated every part of it. Which parts in particular? Just like the <laughs> part where part. there was a, a marionette. Mm-hmm. Greg Kinnear's voice. Yeah, Greg Kinnear's voice. Mm-hmm. And then all controlled by a spider. Ugh. Even worse. What do you know Greg Kinnear from? First thing that came to mind was Little Miss Sunshine. You're just saying that because it's in the known for part of his IMDb page. <laughs> no, it's because I watched it like very recently with Cam because he'd never seen it. I love that movie. Did you know that <laughs> Abigail Breslin, who plays the little girl, is my is celebrity looks lookalike? Like you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We've talked about it on this podcast, haven't we? <laughs> I thought I really was afraid that you were going to say you know him from House of Cards. And I was going to be like, ugh, House of Cards in this economy? Nice. <laughs> in this economy? Yeah. <laughs> in this economy oh yeah he was in modern family for an episode yeah one episode come on (laughs) get out of here can i actually know this man from that much stuff i thought i did yeah he's one of those guys that you're like oh yeah it's that guy and then you remember that you only know him from little miss sunshine oh he was also in um there's an episode of friends that he's in stop it 
Yeah. Which it's, episode of Friends? Do you remember the episode where Ross is trying to get the grant and he's like, no, I'm sorry, it begins with a silent yes. M or whatever. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, oh, this that's this guy? Yeah. Charlie's ex? I think so. Let me check. This is me just like trying to recall. Yeah, Benjamin Hobart. Nailed it. That's so funny. Yeah, when he doesn't want to give him the grant because he wants Charlie back. Yeah. Of course I remember that one. Yeah. Well, that's Greg Kinnear Corner done. Do you think people are sick of us not knowing who anybody is ever? <laughs> they should let us know if so. But also if they let us know, it'll be I actually really behind. don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're unhappy, you can actually keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, we never want to know the bad things. You don't need to feel heard. I will no. not affirm that. No. Okay, so then he goes to a Manhattan diner with the playwright Jill Pill. Yes, who is the spider in question. Who is a spider in question and is voiced by Mara Wilson. Yeah, right. Who's very Matilda. famous. Matilda, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. Being Other very things. funny on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Matilda and Mrs. Doubtfire is enough. Yeah, I mean, already that's a storied career. Yeah, because she, I think she like doesn't really act that much anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. But her request at the diner is that she has an omelet and she requests that the chef whisper his or her hopes and dreams into the omelet. Yeah. Do you think that would work? Do you think that would add a, a different taste to your food? I mean, it might. She says that this one in particular didn't end up tasting like dreams. You should ask Cam to whisper his hopes and dreams into an omelet for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He wouldn't do it, would he? Probably not. I think you would. You wouldn't do it either. I like my impression of you and Cam is that you're just this like very practical couple. <laughs> well, we certainly wouldn't use omelets as the strategy for eating a lot of eggs. Well, that's just not how you would do it. That would be so dumb. <laughs> this is a callback for our long time yeah, listeners. Barely eat any eggs at all if you made it an omelet. That's so much mass. <laughs> so much mass. God, and it's just like a little denser too. Mm-hmm. Hard to eat. Gotta gotta be a boiled. <laughs> Come on. We will die on this hill. <laughs> I mean, I probably would literally die. From all the eggs. I, would, I feel like I would like, like the methane in my body, I would just explode. But if you're getting paid that much money, you gotta go boiled egg. Yep. Yep. I like 100%. I I stand by it. I and I think that anyone who's put even a moment of critical thought into that is boiling the eggs. <laughs> I think I stand by I could eat twenty boiled eggs. Yeah. I support you. I have twenty eggs in my house. Should I boil them right now? <laughs> I'm kidding. The problem is that no one's paying us. Yeah, I would never do it for free. Yeah. Get paid for your labor. Yeah, come on. So Jill Pill is bringing up how Bojack looks so much older than he did before. She very, like, mysteriously asks about someone named Cuddly Whiskers. Yeah. Bojack hasn't spoken with them since the show ended. Mm-hmm. And she says, you have to check on him when you're back in L.A. It is the least you could do. So we've got some mystery. Yeah, like she's been calling him and he's not returning calls. And he's like, who returns calls? Very polite question, people. But... Polite people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i got called by the magistrate again today first time in months months i've gotten a couple of those somewhat recently and then every time i'm like oh i have to take note of this to tell <laughs> Lindsay about it and then i don't remember to tell you about it yeah i believe you <laughs> i got a call from the real government and oh. i was like how do i confirm you're the real government <laughs> and they gave me their like number like their badge number thing and then mm told me where to call to confirm yeah yeah it's wild yeah I, I mean i'm not just giving out my birth date and my social insurance <laughs> yeah. number to anyone who asks on the phone tell me something only the government would know how much do i owe in taxes and that's how you trick them into telling you how much you owe in taxes look at you <laughs> interesting yeah that is so stupid that they make you figure it out yourself <laughs> like for what for what Okay, so j- the play that Jill Pill originally wanted Bojack in, that play is dead. It's over. Theater is by nature ephemeral, and we yell into the wind, and the wind says, please don't yell at me, and then we spit <laughs> in its face. <laughs> yeah, she wants Bojack to be part of her next project, which involves him naked and covered in milk. It's about rebirth. Yeah, he's still recovering from being born the first time. That was 
of i think an underrated joke very good i laughed quite hard yeah very good um bojack wants to do something that lasts jill pill says but nothing lasts yeah bojack's like yeah but if i win an oscar i'll be remembered and she's just like and then what and then his life will have meaning yeah sure yeah just uh absolutely brutal exchange between bojack and jill pill yeah yeah she says you know the real tragedy of greg king lear is that he's a marionette he doesn't even know who's pulling his strings very profound i feel like everything that jill pill says is supposed to like make you feel some kind of way but i was just (laughs) like this is too many arms she's too many arms did you know that spiders have eight knees on every leg eight on every leg oh yeah, my god that's why they can move in every direction like Ugh. we can only move forward and back because we have one knee on each leg but yeah. they can move in every direction because they have so many knees and why does any creature need that many knees no oh my god this is deeply upsetting I, right yeah Ugh. every detail i find out about them makes me hate them more like i mean they're really cool and they do amazing things but like can't they do those amazing things away from me <laughs> disgusting nobody needs that many knees yeah, why do you have to move in every direction uh, yeah so that you can terrorize humans from wherever Ugh. you want i hate it i hate it so much yeah so jd salinger is basically firing princess carolyn as his agent because he doesn't feel like he's getting enough like attention with no, princess carolyn she told him that he'd get more attention if he moved to her smaller agency but in fact he's getting less because she is just so swamped well, because she was, of course, supposed to have a partner. Yeah. And he, speaking of whom, <laughs> he wants to work with an agency with bigger office space with more floors. Mm-hmm. Called Gecko Rabidowitz. Not Gecko Rabidowitz. Yeah, she is not happy about this. That's so rude that he did that to her. Yeah, I need an agency with at least nine stories. He, call- he keeps calling Judah Rasputin. Yeah, not great. Ra ra ra. <laughs> <laughs> so that song my brother had that as his alarm for many years no he no he didn't yeah but it gets worse so he had that as his alarm but also famously i grew up on a farm so he would get up every morning at like 4 a.m but he would set his alarm for 3 30 and then snooze it until 4 <laughs> oh god it was just so bad every nine minutes it would just go off that song I'm sorry. You never told me that you grew up in a horror film. <laughs> yeah, I said it was like water torture. It's just like you're about to go back to sleep and then you just know it's coming and it hasn't come yet. And you're just like, no, no, no. Anyway, and then, rah, rah, Rasputin. Nightmare. I, uh, I'm i just sorry that happened to you. Yeah, it's come back around and I can, uh, I can listen to that song now, but it took a while. Do you know he's still snoozing? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Do you snooze your alarm ever? Never, never. I never snooze, but sometimes I'll wake up and then set a new alarm for like 30 minutes later. Yeah. But if I'm not going to get like a 30 minutes out of it, I'm not snoozing. Yeah, same. Like what? I'm going to get seven minutes and then just want to die? Yeah, no, I just spend the whole time being like the alarm's going to go off any minute now. One of the most unhinged things I've ever seen, our friend Brian Scally. He sets alarms on his phone, but he basically just has, like, alarms for every five minutes of the whole day. And then when he knows what time he has to get up, he'll set, like, 13 of them in a row. Whoa. That's wild. I've seen all these people who have, like, the five-minute intervals, but not setting a lot of them. He'll set, like, as many as it takes to wake him up, I guess. Wow. That is weird. I mean, I don't think it's weird. I think lots of people do it, but it's just very... They set, like, 13 of them? (laughs) Yeah, people who have trouble waking up. Wow. I normally just wake up before my alarm anyways, so it doesn't matter. And it makes me mad every time. Fair. Like, I could have had four more minutes of sleep. (laughs) Okay, so now that they've lost J.D. Salinger, Princess Carolyn is worried she is drowning, and cats hate drowning. Yes, famously. (laughs) Yeah, Judah's offering to take on more of the slack. Like, he's going to take up more responsibility, and he thinks they should focus on their yeah. existing clients instead of getting new ones. He says on a provisional basis, he can take on more. And she says, yes, like Jeremy Maguire. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Just like how Tom Cruise's agent got him a great movie. Yeah, I love it. He's like, oh, what part of Jeremy Maguire? Yeah. And she's like, oh, the part where his agent got him a big payday. Yeah. <laughs> 
So she calls Mr. Peanut Butter and she's like, uh, I want to get you something big. You need to come up with some ideas. Like, Go out and get us some money. Go get it. Go get it, boy. Get us some money. <laughs> he's so excited. <laughs> yeah, he's so excited that he goes and kidnaps Oxnar. Yeah, yeah. And Oxnard was like just about to hang out with his son. And this uh, whole scene is so tragic. Yes. So the scene is like very tragic. He's finally like doing well. He is like hanging out with his family. His son is so happy. And his son comes out as he's getting kidnapped. He goes, but dad, you said we could play catch and listen to your favorite um, who sings that song? Harry Chapin song. Your favorite Harry Chapin song. Like, what was it again? And Oxnard is like, it's Cats in the Cradle, but don't listen to it right now. It's too relevant. <laughs> like, I'm going to go listen to it. No. No, don't listen to it. I have a friend and <laughs> I was being a jerk and I was like, oh, when's the last time you called your parents? And she was like, oh, I've been meaning to. And I said like, oh, yeah, well, I was talking to your dad and he he told me he hasn't heard from me in a bit. And she was like, oh, man, I really need to call him. And then I started singing that song and she was like, stop it. And then we got in the car and it was on the radio and it was the best moment of my entire life. That's demonic. Truly shocking, but very funny. What's always funny is when someone sings Cats in the Cradle at karaoke. Yeah. And you're like, why are you doing this? <laughs> why are you making everyone sad? <laughs> yeah. They, the son just wanted to have a catch. Yeah. So sad. But I laughed really hard at that moment. Oh, yeah. Me too. Don't listen to it. <laughs> no, no. It's too relevant. <laughs> so then we get Bojack at his Manatee Fair interview. And he's asked, what's next? And everyone keeps asking him, what is next? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to do something next? Relatable. Yeah. And so Anna's like, can we just have a moment alone? And our manatee friend says, I'll just plug my ears and sing a sea shanty, which I feel like yeah. is like telling the future. <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. Who would have thought that sea shanties would come back in 2020? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, this would be so topical. I, it felt very topical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Anna's been very much like trying to keep the focus on Secretariat, but Bojack feels like she's micromanaging. Which like... Let yourself be micromanaged. Yeah, you are not good at interviews. Like, stop doing this. Yeah. Anyways, Anna leaves, and it's just, you know, Bojack getting interviewed, and he orders himself a bunch of drinks, and our, what's the manatee lady's name again? Heather. Heather's like, Secretariat, it made me wet. And she's yeah. like, you, that's a manatee saying because the ocean is like our home. It's very warm and comforting. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, it also made me horny. And that's a walrus thing. I just, it, that was a lot. Yeah. Then we get our flash of Todd on his adventure in the hotel. He's leaning out of the hotel window. He's so lost. There's a bird smoking who said, I only came out here to do a suicide. Mm-hmm. But she forgets that she can fly. Yeah. Questionable moment. Questionable moment. But Bojack and the manatee are getting along. Bojack and the manatee are (laughs) hooking up. It's a horse and a manatee hooking up just like in nature. Yeah. Are you more man than horse or more horse than man? Ask Raphael. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and she's like really going in with like the quote unquote dirty talk. And she says boat. And then he goes soft. Yeah. And Bojack tells her about New Mexico. Just like instantly. Like. Like, you might want to keep this to yourself. And Bojack is telling to a magazine writer, I keep asking Mm -hmm. myself, if her mother hadn't walked in, would I have done it? I tell myself I wouldn't have, but I know that that was a lie. Mm -hmm. So I guess confirmation, he thought he would have 100% done it. Yeah. And she sees that her recorder is still going. She's like, let's just get some rest in the morning. We'll all be okay. And in the morning, she is gone. Bojack wakes up alone and he's freaked Mm. out because he realizes what he's done. Yeah. So he calls Diane, which is weird to not call Anna instantly. Yeah, right? Like, he starts with Diane. Like, oh, if someone told you a story, like, how could they get you to not run with it? Are we fighting about the book again? Because I don't remember where we left off. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I love Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane sleeping in that round bed is so funny to me every time. I know. I know. And then he's, like, very sleepy, and he's just like, Bojack Horseman, is this a crossover episode? (laughs) And she's like, it's 4 a.m. And he's like, no, it's 7. I'm calling from the future. Yeah, just like us. That's exactly right. We call from the future. <laughs> you are actually talking to me from the future right now. Oh, good point. I won't tell you what happens. Thank you. I No spoilers. 
Yeah, Holly, you'd be surprised. Thank you. And I like how Diane like barely says anything about just like for once I have a problem and I need your help. And it's like that's <laughs> literally like every freaking day. Yeah, that is always for you. <laughs> but it's 4 a.m. So she doesn't have much to say. And he says, spoiler from the future. You suck. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes to Anna and she's like, I'm aware of the situation and I'm handling it. He's just like, but I haven't even told you what happened. She's like, she's it's like, fine. It's already taken care. Of. I mean, she was listening through the wall the whole time. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. she probably needed to know about this anyways to be his PR person. Yeah. But we don't know what she did to the manatee, right? To um, get this. I'm assuming that she, she... paid her off, maybe. Like, maybe paid her or, like, found her a juicier story. Like, not juicier, but, like, found her a story from someone else to give an exchange. Yeah. Something along those lines. Did something to kill the story. Yeah. Oxnard... And Mr. Peanut Butter in a business meeting for PB Living, because it's back. (laughs) Much to Oxnard's dismay. Oxnard is like, "Uh, if Todd was here, he would suggest like spaghetti strainers, but that you could wear as a hat. And then you would say it's a good idea, but it's a horrible idea. And then Peanut Butter's like, that's a great idea. He's like, but we need movies. And he's like, well, then Todd would say, what about spaghetti strainers that you wear as a hat? The movie. (laughs) Mr. Peanut Butter's like, that's perfect. I'm putting all my money in spaghetti strainers. Um, No. I I like the setup, too, where... Even Mr. Peanut Butter is like, Todd's the best at coming up with ideas that at first might seem terrible. Well, the thing is, is I feel like so many of the ideas actually seemed like they would take off if they had any follow through. Totally. Yeah, they seem terrible, but are actually very, very solid ideas. But then Oxnard's like, how is that even a movie? And Mr. Peanut Butter's like, I don't know. That's your idea. Yeah, just like put all of our resources into this and run with it. Back in New York, Anna has taken care of the problem. Bojack doesn't need to know anymore. Yeah. Todd finds Bojack. Todd finds Bojack and then instantly loses him. Yeah. That's all that happens with Todd, right? There's no yeah. closure on him. Just lost in the hotel. I'm assuming that they found him and brought him home. I hope so. Or at least to Chicago. Yeah. So when he had told Heather everything, Bojack was scared that everything was all over and he was actually relieved because he doesn't even know if he deserves an Oscar because he's not even in the movie and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And Anna's like, it doesn't even matter. It's like only the story that matters. Which is like obviously that's the PR perspective. Like it's totally we, and we get to decide what that story is. Yeah. And she says that this has been your dream for the past thirty years and you made it happen. You. The next like if you win an Oscar, the next day you go back to being you. But that night is gonna be a really good night. And I think you deserve that. Don't you want that? Mm-hmm. He's she's like she's gonna get him there. She's gonna get him there. So then he goes in to intro the movie for a screening and the scene we get is just again so like fakey inspirational it sounds it it looks truly like a horrible film but it makes Bojack feel very bad. Yeah. After the show there's a Q&A and he's yeah. Bojack says that he always knew that he was a more than a dumb TV actor even if everyone else didn't know and he's so excited to finally do something that he can be proud of. Yeah that is better than that crappy show essentially. And credits. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I don't think there's anything bad that we have to add from this one. I don't think he... I mean, yeah, he didn't do anything bad this time. No. We had a couple episodes in a row with nothing to add. Well, I mean, we also... We had to add the New Mexico situation, which is pretty bad. Yeah. Nothing since then, though. (laughs) Thankfully. We needed a bit of a break. (laughs) Thank friggin' God. Yeah. But yeah, so Bojack's uh, trying to win an Oscar, and that's, I guess, what season three is about. Yeah. It's the path to the Oscar. Ugh, that sounds exhausting. (laughs) Did anybody manage to get in any emails? No emails. Uh, At Rosie Soho is watching Bojack again for the third time in a year because they discovered our podcast. They said that we're excellent. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Someone said, wait, how's the podcast? And they said, it's excellent. Give it a listen. Good, good. We got another message from Esmeralda. Ooh, what did Esmeralda have to say? This is from The Shot. Okay. So the most recent episode that has been released as of the time of this recording. So Esmeralda says, regarding the smoking and fire starting, as a Los Angeles resident, I want to make the case for Bojack potentially starting a fire by flicking his cigarette off of his Hollywood Hills balcony to be added to the list of bad things Bojack does. So we had discussed this and decided that because it didn't start a fire, we weren't going to add it. But So she says, Los Angeles fires are a very big deal. We may not have seasons in the traditional sense, but we have an annual and lengthy fire season. Entire neighborhoods suffer evacuations, property damage, and sometimes fatalities, especially in the hills where Bojack lives 
lives. I think the writers purposely added Todd's reactions. The cigarette flicking does not go unnoticed by viewers. Yet another thoughtless thing Bojack does with no regard for consequences. Maybe even worse than repeatedly driving drunk, which is already awful. Yeah, I guess we were really being results-oriented there. Yeah. I mean, I'd be willing to put that it's worse than stealing the muffins. Sure. Yeah, I would agree. Yes. All right. That's fine with me. Let's add it to the list. Is it? It's probably also worse than throwing Todd in the garbage with the couch. Yeah. 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 That was still really bad. Yes, that was not good. Like he threw a whole human in the garbage. Yeah. Okay. So, risking a fire in the Hollywood Hills. I mean, he did start a fire. It just like got put out. True. Risking a large scale fire. Starting a fire in the Hollywood Hills. Okay. (laughs) Starting a small fire. I feel like it's important to clarify that it is a controlled fire in the sense that it doesn't just spiral horribly. But yeah, if it was a bigger fire, it'd be higher on the list. Yes, agreed. We haven't put the driving drunk on here. Yeah, that's really bad too. Yeah. Where would we put it? Like driving drunk's really bad. Like just because he hasn't killed anyone yet. Oh well, we okay. So last time we decided we were not going to rank them. We were just going to put them yeah. in the bubbles. Okay, so what bubble would drunk driving go into? Mm. This is an anti-drunk driving podcast, for the record. Yes, firmly. Maybe in the middle, because he does it often. This is like repeated yeah, bad behavior. It is a repeated bad behavior. Sure, I'm fine with that. And if people want to argue about it, we can put it in at another time. Yeah. Okay. I actually, I really thought we had already put it in. No. Wow. Yeah. Any other feedback? I think that's it. Just Twitter's been popping off lately. If you want to be part of the conversation, you got to follow at BoJack Horsepod. Like, it's been bumping. place to be. It is the place to be. People Mm -hmm. liked our emergency breaking news. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. Yeah just it's it's been we've got a lot of groovy dudes in the in the mentions so many groovy dudes so many groovy (laughs) dudes and people are on board with my campaign to get Raphael bob waksberg to come on our pod yeah who knows by the time this comes out maybe he will have responded to us well we're gonna tweet at him every day until he either says yes or tells us to leave him alone yeah so we respect boundaries if he wants to set a boundary like we'll We'll respect the boundary. We're not, of course, like creepy. No, we're a little creepy, but not in like a bad <laughs> extremely way. Extremely hot and funny. We're extremely hot and funny. But yeah, I think that's that's all. Have there been any new reviews lately? Not since last time. Surf's down. It just hurts. Yeah. It just hurts. Yeah. That's all. Well, if that's it, that's all. Then we will be back next week to talk about season three episode two the bojack horseman show i'm very excited for this one me too i don't remember the episode but i just am excited for it we might meet cuddly whiskers i hope so yeah i'm worried about history i'm worried about him now if you want to hear more from us you can catch Lindsay on the simpsons then and now talking about an old episode and a new episode of the simpsons every week and you can follow me on every platform at kirsten said what including twitch.tv slash kirsten said what well see you next week bye